With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Chaos Network. Now you're all in big, big trouble. What time is it? We will throw out all kinds of sports topics. The moment Delonte West banged LeBron's mom, LeBron had every right to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, that's horrible. Political views. If we get rid of abortion in the United States, what happens when Bethlehem Roethlisberger is uh, holding <laughs> down some chick and gets her pregnant and she can't get rid of the baby? <laughs> is that your best? Random rants and stuff. Are you supposed to record podcasts over? I'm your huckleberry. I do drugs all my life. My life will be shorter. Oh, Peyton Manning breaks his fucking arm. <laughs> now, I know all of you are going to be extremely excited tonight because it's not just my voice that you will hear. You will hear two other voices on the show because the boys, the boys, well... After I threatened to, you know, jump off, actually, after we got all the, the death threats that you guys kept sending me about having to listen to me by myself, they decided to uh, bestow uh, some some relief so motherfuckers didn't have to listen to me ramble and be retarded. I have two other people to be completely retarded with me, which is fucking outstanding. And we'll start with the dad of us all, the fucking governor. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, man. Uh, I'm ready to have a deep to type night, man. I love a deep to type of night, especially when I'm not doing when I'm doing it with you guys. That's the best thing of it all. That's for sure. How's life at home, bro? Perfect, man. Couldn't be better. Yeah, sun's good. Life's good. Yeah. Had his, I was I was out of town, so we had his first trip to the uh, after hours clinic. I guess that's what they call it for kids. Uh huh. Well, all right. Yeah, he's he's a champ. Of course he's a champ. He's your boy. Everything's all good, though. All right, man. Well, good to have you back, buddy. I missed you. Appreciate it, brother. And then we've got the guy who's, what, single for about 48 more hours. What's up, West Covina? What is happening, brother? And I just got to say real quick, Gov, your wife uh, posted that picture of uh, Baby Baines, and that was a fucking great shot of him with that big cheese ball smile. So glad, glad he's doing okay. But no, man. You know, forty-eight hours definitely to count the clock is uh, going, uh, and looking forward to it. You know, my boys in town from Denver, and uh, T just got in from Phoenix, and everybody else arrives tomorrow. So, ready to uh, have a fucking crazy party weekend. It's going to be a good time. That's you, there's certain things out of everything that you just said that's weird. Is when you say. Yeah, Gov, your wife just, I was wondering where you were going to go with that, but it went in a good direction. <laughs> and then, you know, when you talk about your wedding being a crazy party weekend, all right, I'm game, I'm down, usually. I don't. I hope she sees it the same way. Uh, as long as you're in board shorts and a Laker t-shirt, bro. You know, that's how I roll, that's for sure. And as long as we don't invite that Chinese prostitute Wong hold to the wedding, we'll all be just fine. Hey, for this weekend, even she's invited. I love her. That's awesome. Um, cool. Well, we're missing Snowflake because he is Snowflake. And I believe uh, West Covina wanted to give him a little bit of shit about that. I did, but it was too fitting that, uh, you know, he's not on tonight. And unfortunately, because of circumstances he can't control, he won't be able to make it to the party this weekend. 
Um, and, and, and I, for the record, Snowflake, for when you do this, and I did clear it with chaos to make sure it wasn't too soon before I said you snowflaked out on my wedding. Yes. But uh, there is no hate, obviously nothing but love. But uh, sorry he can't make it this weekend, and uh, I'm more pissed off that he's not on the show tonight. We haven't seen him in like a month on the show. I think it's been about a month now. That's okay, though. Football season started, but this year doesn't have an excuse where he actually believes the Steelers are going to make it. (laughs) He's not watching anything every week. That's true. I mean, the only thing he's got now is the Red Sox have a shot, right? Uh, they, they, They got a shot. They got a shot. Yeah. No. Secretively, he's watching the Colts. Oh. I had a calendar invite hit my phone earlier this week. It was the anniversary of when he admitted to going to TR's house to watch the Colts game. <laughs> you set That's a calendar awesome. invite for that? Yes. I wish I would have thought of that. Because did you actually did you send him a message? No, I was waiting for him to get on a show, but I guess I should have known better. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. When I talked to him last weekend at the uh, at the um, uh, immigration uh, fun- no wedding, sorry. Um, Meadows wedding. <laughs> nice. I just now got that, by the way. <laughs> he was talking about, uh, you know, getting on and pumping up all the other shows like uh, Footprints, which is doing really well. And I was just sitting there listening to the conversation thinking, when are you going to be on again ever? I mean, he's so excited when you talk to him about the stuff. And then Showtime comes and he's got to do his hair. I think he puts in more gel than anybody I've ever seen in my life anyway. Hey, how how bad was INS at that wedding, by the way? Dude, bro, they the the thing was is is they, they it's a really good strategy they had. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think they did it on purpose this way, but since they had the wedding at a golf resort, it just looked like all the Mexicans belong there, and nice. because they were doing all the gardening, so it seemed like it to, to outside and stuff. People driving by and think, oh yeah, they're gonna trim the hedges, but yeah, it was pretty bad. And there was seriously, there was one girl there that. Uh, was one of the bridesmaids that, I swear to God, you had to grease up her hips throwing three Twinkies just to get her in the damn dress she was trying to fit in. It was ridiculous. I left early because I knew there would be no cake available when it got to my table. Sure enough, I get a text from Snowflake, there's no cake available because this bitch was the first one in line getting all the goddamn cake. Swear to God, like, it is like one of those times when it's like, it's like, it's like, all right, I'm just going to, I'll say it like this, because if I say it about myself, you guys will punch me. It's like Gov trying to put on, like, a, a regular condom instead of a Magnum, dude. This bitch could barely fit. Wow. It was ridiculous. I appreciate that, by the way. You're welcome, buddy. You're welcome. If I'd have said it about myself, I'd have got called shenanigans. And that's okay. But on Gov, he's got the long cock syndrome, man. Which, well, never mind. I won't go there. It's a whole, whole different rant I'll have for another time. Um, Hollywood, let's do some housekeeping. Absolutely, bro. So, for starters, having all three of us on tonight, if anybody wants to call and talk to us about any of the the shit that's going on in the wide world of sports or or life for that matter, you can reach us at 646-378-0793. Again, that phone number is 646-378-0793. Or shoot us a note on Twitter, twat us, tweet us, uh, twerk us, twerk us, whatever you want to do. You can hit the show up at Sports Letter Our Way blog. Uh, you can hit up Snowflake at Kenville Scott. You can hit up the governor at Governor underscore Baines. You can uh, talk some chaos with the chaos at FN Chaos. And you can tweet myself at SOW Hollywood. And just in case you missed it, 646 378 
0793. Okay, guys. Um, all right, well, we'll send this one out to Scotty. This is really a, a, an all West Covina. Covina? I haven't hit the bong at all tonight. Hey, uh, uh, was that a, do you have a dick full of mouth right now? I have a dick full of, a dick full of, dick, yes. That still fucks with me, especially high. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in West Covina, West Hollywood, Boys Town. I was calling you Boys Town the other night on one of the solo shows just for fun because it had been a while. Uh, a Hollywood kind of show since he's getting married in a couple of days. So whatever he says goes. But for the meantime, let's get this motherfucker started. This is another public service announcement. <laughs> you just tell me that eating pussy is going to give me cancer? Yep. God is going to be my DMAS. But as they say in the U.S. Navy, there is no wrong hole. No! Getting a little strange on daytime TV. You are Brokeback Jack. I'm your Huckleberry. Also DMAS. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. All right. The DMAS tonight is really just me. I'm going to go in. Uh, there, there's just some thoughts I had. I was watching, uh, I forget what I was watching uh, a couple of days ago, and um, we were talking about uh, how... Now, the U.S. at some point needs to stop saying, asking themselves questions like, why do people hate the U.S. so much? And started going into a little bit of, a, of, a, of an idea as to why it is. So I'm, I'm going to kind of get some thoughts based on that. And you guys, if, you, if you're interested, great. If you're not, just tell me to shut the fuck up later on. Um, but it seems like since 1945, I think it is, when... Um, when I guess Jesus gave us the right to have you know total control over the air because you know that's exactly who it was. Um, we have bombed 17 different countries just for the you know for for whatever reason for an act of war for um, uh, finishing the war or just for 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 whatever. And now we talk about things like uh, we're about ready to to possibly bomb Syria. And I, the the part that that kind of eludes me is who acts like that? I mean who who who's like. It's not like Hollywood, Gov and I sit back at the lunchroom or whatever room we're at, the bar, and we turn around and we said, you know what, maybe we should murder Snowflake. It, it, nobody talks about who it is <clears throat> they're going to bomb or what is they're thinking about doing and act like it's, it's no big deal. I mean, if, if, we, if we kill Snowflake, I mean, it, or we talk about we're going to kill Snowflake and we try to get thoughts behind doing that, I mean, I'm sure the first thing that that Gov is going to say, well, that's really going to send a message to Gary. I mean, there's there's the, the things that our country does is 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 awesome to a point, but the things that it does to just bomb the 17 countries and worry about that we need to go around and police everybody else when we have so many problems like schooling system in our country where where we we have a hard time taking uh, ownership of what's going on in front of us. We're, we're we're so busy wanting to teach everyone else a lesson. Um, not saying some of it isn't warranted, most of it isn't warranted, but I I don't know why it is that we always think that that we're the ones that need to solve all the problems, and we have so many problems in front of us that we can't quite fix. There was two kids, 13 years old. Uh, uh, I forget what state it was in, but uh, they were uh, waiting for the bus. Uh, and now, uh, or maybe you guys have always had it this way. I I took a bus. For a little while when I was in school, and it had a, a, a you know, I had, I had to walk like a mile and a half to a, a bus stop, uh, and, uh, and and it was like a, a designated area. Well, this bus stop for these kids was <clears throat> their friend's front yard, and what they were doing while they're waiting for the bus, they're 13 years old, they're screwing around, they're playing, but they were playing guns. Well, when the bus comes up, sees this is going on, 
the school has now suspended these kids for uh, the rest of the school year, quite possibly next school year, too. Um, and that message to me, I'm not sure exactly what they're sending. I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to teach these kids. Um, again, problems we have here at uh, at home, and we're worried about things everywhere else. Where if they also talk about um, uh, if, uh, if if the average college or a high school student goes through normal uh, arithmetic, normal classes, he's already two years behind everybody, most other people in other countries. Um, I know it's kind of all over the board. I just I, I don't. I get we have to go take care of as many people as we can. I just at some point it seems like we're falling off the wagon to not take care of the, some of the things we have still here at home. And when you bomb 17 countries since 1945, it's like George Bush just said fuck it and won. And I don't quite understand it all. I know Gov has a better background in it. I know Scotty has a better background in it. But I'd love to see us take care of each other as opposed to trying to figure out how to teach everyone else in the world what the fuck is going on. So Okay, so hold on, bro, because you were absolutely all over the board with this. So let's go back to the Syria thing. Well, go ahead. So you're, are you saying that you don't think we should be involved in anything that's going on in Syria currently? Like, is that where you're going with that, that we should take no, care I'm of? I'm saying why do we talk about that we're going to bomb somewhere? Instead of go out and take some sort of action, we should be involved, and we should also okay, be involved okay. with shit that's going on in Japan. Okay. I'm surprised, I, like in a week, we won't turn around and say, "Hey, let's go ahead and bomb Japan and not do anything about it." I just want to clarify because because I totally agree, right? So for for the president of the free world, the leader of the free world, to come out and say, "Hey, we're going to take action," and then sit on his fucking hands and play with his asshole, uh, it, it it not only does it take away from the expected power of the United States as, as the the powerhouse country that we are, but but not only that, it it, it instills a sense of uh, arrogance in other countries that think they can make decisions like use chemical warfare, and and it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I thought you were going a different direction. I thought you were going to say we should keep our nose out of Syria and take care of home, and I thought that's kind of where those things came from. Well, but, uh, we need to do that too. I'm not saying we need we need to take care of home. I, sure. I get it, but but as 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 world diplomats, right? It, is humanitarians, it's, in my opinion, uh, and, and we'll take it this way, I guess, for, for the time being, but, but if we don't take action against people using chemical weapons against children and innocent people, like, we're just as much a cause of the problem. I wouldn't say that necessarily. Yeah, I would. To stand, uh, no, I, I disagree. So if you see a, a woman getting raped in an alley and you choose not to, to go and try to stop that action from happening, you're telling me that you don't think you're just as much a contributor? So you think the European Union, China, Russia, and Japan, which are the other world powers, uh, are also um, at fault for what's going on in Syria then? Absolutely. All right. Well, this is where, you know, to answer Chris's question of why we're involved, it's macroeconomical. Uh, because we have relations with these other countries, uh, and we are the world power, which sucks that we have to be the world police. So that's why we are getting involved is the answer. Now, to Chris's other side is how much money has this cost us, uh, and it's an absorbent amount if you just think that we just got out of a, like a 12-year war with Afghanistan, uh, you know, and that's where it has cost us a shit ton of money. 
you know, because we have to charge our own people taxes uh, to be able to do this. And this is exactly what the British went through uh, when they came to the United States. They were paying, uh, or, you know, when it was the British colonies, our people were paying taxes to Britain in order basically for them to punish it. You know, so, yes, it, get, it gets redundant. It sucks that we have to continually do it. And we get limited support from the U.N., uh, in general, I think it's the UN's job to take care of this. And if the UN says I'm not going to do it, then why does why do we have to do it? So, Gov, do you think the UN holds any sort of girth in girth in the world investment of anything? Uh, I, the UN is the voted police of the world. No, that uh, wasn't my question, brother. If my question wasn't, is the U.N. this? My question is, in your opinion, do you feel that the U.N. does fuck shit? I think the U.N. doesn't get involved because they know independent countries will. Uh, so if if the United States would just abstain, they go make their vote at the U.N. and say, here's what we want to have happen. And then if nothing happens, then the U.S. just puts that in their tally mark saying, hey, here's a vote that didn't go our way. And over a period of time, when the world starts falling apart, uh, people either change the U.N. or you'll get a different unity of powers. Uh, and that's where it's messed up right now. I mean, we get in the way of the U.N. too often to protect the Middle East uh, or our interest in the Middle East, which is gasoline, fuel, and oil. That's the reason why we're getting involved in Syria. Don't blind yourself that it's about chemical weapons. No. Oh, time out. I'm, I'm not suggesting for two seconds that we're over there because of chemical weapons. Okay, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that we should be involved in protecting innocent people, and we should be involved in removing chemical threats. Because at the end of the day, if, if a chemical threat continuously grows and is, is natured and matured, it's going to cause problems for us at home. All right. So here's here's my question for you, though. What's the value of life? Because, you know, just a week ago in Chicago, a three-year-old got shot by a bullet during a basketball game. Bro, so people were shot last weekend in a drive-by. Could you live in Chicago? Days. You're telling me that we need to protect people, but you're telling me we need to protect people outside of our own country. I never we said a, we shouldn't protect people in Chicago. When did that come out of my mouth? I'm not saying that you you directly said it, but there's a cost of doing business here. So if we're paying for our Navy to go uh, and bomb another country, and every bomb we, we put out, like a $100,000 bomb, it seems like, that it takes money away from revenues we can spend in our own country. I get it. Totally get it. But so that's, I, and I think that's the point of Chris's argument is stop, let's, let's start taking care of our own people before we start looking at police in the rest of the world. But short-term, long-term. So what happens when somebody bombs the United States with a chemical weapon? Well, people will start hate, hating the uh, United States a lot less if we would stop putting our noses in areas that we shouldn't be involved in. Perhaps. Or people will start coming after us as the aggressor because we look like a bunch of pussies. Dude, we're far from France. And how many times has France been bombed? France uh, is the biggest pussy country out there. I couldn't tell you how many times they've been bombed if they've been bombed at all. They surrender. Yes, every time. Freedom fries. I think yeah. we have a new uh, new flag, right? And it's just white. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. They they, they go down, for yeah. sure. And Chris, Look. by the way, uh, I count 29 countries since 1959. Is it 29? Jeez. But they're not independent countries. It's just independent bombing periods. Okay. 
So like Guatemala was on this list three times. Okay. Okay. So. So you say 29 bombings, possibly with 17 to 20 countries, maybe. Well, yeah. So it's 29 periods of bombing a country. Right. Uh, now, like Guatemala was bombed in 1954 by the U.S. They were bombed in 1960, and then they were bombed again from 67 to 69. Okay. All right. That that's kind of how it shows up. But when I look at the list, right, we bombed Somalia. Why did we do that? Uh, I don't remember. It was a peacekeeping mission. That was the one where the uh, Black Hawk Down scenario Oh, happened. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had U.S. troops drug through the streets, that kind of shit. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Bosnia, that was the genocide, just like Somalia was. Sure. Um, the Sudan, same thing, genocide. Afghanistan in 1998. Don't recall exactly why we were bombing Afghanistan in 1998. I don't know. I'm sure it was... When was... I, I'm high so i can't remember dates at all but yeah. they can desert storm but i don't that can't be right well and the afghanistan was not part of the, the desert storm. no but there i'm sure one of the bombings i guess is what i'm just yeah. trying to think of what are the other things on there might be right no it's just one of those things it's like i get why we do it but it needs to be I think we need to put more pressure on the u.n to do their fucking job and we're part of the u.n so if the u.n says hey let's go do this then we're in. I'm just wondering, and I, I don't know, but I'm wondering how often other countries just say, all right, let's go bomb. Like, cause, like every week we're talking about bombing Iran. I mean, every week is, hey, let's go bomb Iran today. What the hell? Um, you know why, right? Because they're fucks. Well, no, it's not because they're fucks. It's, they're fucks. It's, it's a well-developed country now. So if yeah. you go into it, we can just say Iran's fucks, but you don't know anybody from Iran. Uh, you know, I don't now their their system of government's stupid, uh, but Iran is uh, the next on the list, and they're getting ready to pull all the superpowers together to talk about nuclear weapons. And do we want uh, a country that we don't necessarily fully trust in their development to get a hold of a nuclear weapon? No. We don't right. trust them, but I guess... Ha- no, I, I, and it's it just why are we, we do all the regulating? What I which I get where the big boy does anybody do? Does anybody else do any regulating? Is all I'm looking to find out too. Well, nobody does the regulating because you got the guy with the big stick. Right now, United States is the, is the team with the biggest stick. Yeah, but not the well, old stick. Let's put the let's put the stick away for a little bit. Yeah, and see if anybody else steps up. Yeah, because you don't know if you're the badass guy on the street until somebody else actually says, you know what, we need to do more. Yeah. And that could happen. That could happen quick. Um, yeah. Good politi- political debate, fellas. Wood, you still with us? Oh, I'm here, brother. All Just right. Soaking, soaking it in, man. Yeah? Hmm. Where is Amanda, by the way? Uh, she's sitting next to me. Is she getting you all? Oh, okay. Never mind. All okay, right, Wood, hold up your left hand. Yeah. And check. Oh, I can't see it. Uh, I got a phone in one and a bottle cap in another. And, no, I, uh, I was really seeing because I you made a you made a comment at Scotty's wedding that you practice wearing a ring at home. Oh, oh, oh! No, no, no! It's not on. It's not on. Yeah, just want to make sure. I practice being whipped. Okay. <laughs> wow! Really, really, bro! Really. I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna remember that one. You can remember as much as you want, man. It's I one. practice being whipped. Go unquote. Go back to like put it in your calendar. Like Gov did. Hey, hey. going to a Colts game. 
Just, just know that I will keep an eye on you and Jen, bro. You can keep, you can keep both of us. As a matter of fact, hopefully we'll be videotaping shit soon. Who knows? Hey, giddy up. I'll hold the camera. boy. Don't tickle there. All right, let's talk some football, guys. Uh, or, Wood, would you like to talk some football? It's your show. What do you want to do? Ab so fucking lutely. All right. I'm thinking, you know, since, you know, we didn't. We haven't been on in a little while. We haven't talked about uh, what's going on too much this season. So let's just go with what you like so far, what surprised you so far, and what you're disappointed about the season in, in uh, NFL this year. Okay, so I like Cincinnati. Or not Cincinnati. Whew. I like Seattle. You like Seattle. I like Seattle a lot. I think that, uh, you know, watching San Francisco lose their last two games, I, I really like Seattle. I love how bad Jacksonville is because they play in the same division of the Colts, so that's one less team to worry about. <laughs> so I love how awful they are. Um, I'm shocked at San Francisco, uh, you know, as we watch them right now against a questionable St. Louis team. Uh, I'm really shocked that the team that a lot of people said would be right back in the same place uh, this year as they were last year, and that's playing for a title, is awful. And uh, I'm not surprised at how good Denver is this early in the season. Now, granted, and we've talked about it, you know, in the preseason weeks leading up to regular season, they've got an incredibly, incredibly easy schedule. But, um, you know, too bad Snowflake's not here. Peyton Manning looks out fucking standing right now. He's got 12 touchdowns in three games, no picks. I mean, the dude's playing quite possibly the best football he's ever played in his life. It is, what, 14th, 15th year in the league. Um, so, yeah, that dude's, on, that dude's that, on pace to throw for 6,100 yard, no, 6, yards and 64 touchdowns right now. <laughs> that would be my, like, one-word answers for, like, the things that I've seen through what we're going into week four. So, uh, you know, that, that's kind of where I'm at, man. I'm loving it, though. Loving football, really glad that it started. And I'm I'm kind of excited to see, like, the Miamis uh, and the Cincinnati's, the teams that people had doubts about that really starting to play well and represent. Uh, and just to give Snowflake a shout-out, Pittsburgh is fucking awful. <laughs> They're horrible. They're horrible. Gov, what do you think? You know what? Some of it's, uh, you know, San Francisco is the biggest shock to me. I mean, yeah. uh, I bet the Colts. And I should have bet a money line when they played San Francisco. Uh, and I was just shocked at how bad San Francisco's D looked. Um, and not necessarily, I mean, their offense is their offense. And I, they, they need more weapons uh, from a passing perspective other than Bolden. Uh, but their defense is what they're known for. You know, Patrick Willis and the rest of the crew. And I was just dumbfounded by how they were playing and allowing the uh, ball to move as easily as it was. Uh, you know, I thought. Their move uh, was historical, going after Trent Richardson and trading a first-round draft pick. And to realize that they have the first and third draft pick on their team from that year is yeah. uh, impressive. Uh, now if they can just get RG3 as their backup, I guess they have one, <laughs> two, and three. Uh, you know, so I think they're set up for the future based off of that. I mean, you're trading uh, a first-round draft pick for another guy and, like, need running backs, and they need running backs for, like, four years. And I hate talking about the fucking Colts, but the fact is, is you know, I, during the Joseph Adai, and I forget who the uh, uh, guy was that played for him beforehand, 
uh, that went to Arizona? Wood? Edger James. Edge, Edge. yes. Edge yeah, so, Arizona? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he finished pro. out. He, he, play college at. he went to Arizona the year. No, no, uh, I you're talking play college. Oh. No, no, no. Yeah, he went out to Arizona afterwards. No, and, you know, now they've got a guy which we know is a true running back, uh, you know, and to be honest with you, having two running backs with the names that they have, Bradshaw and Richardson, is not a horrible thing for them to have. Yeah. And I think it'll open up players like T.Y. Hilton and Reggie uh, Reggie Wayne to catch the ball. So, you know, I think uh, Houston may have a problem. Houston may have a problem here. Yeah. Uh, in that division now, uh, especially as much of a vagina that uh, Andre Johnson is. Um, you wouldn't say that because you have him on your fantasy team, would you? I absolutely would say that. The guy's <laughs> the biggest pussy in the fucking world. He, uh, he is not a good Johnson. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's got no Johnson. Uh, but when I, I think a question I wanted to pose uh, was, you know, out of the three and O teams, which we've got a lot, you yeah, the Bears uh, in Chicago, our my my beloved Saints in New Orleans, Seattle at three and O, New England and Miami, by the way, uh, as well as uh, Denver and Kansas City. So which team? At this point in time, would you say if the Super Bowl is next week, would win? Seattle. Absolutely Seattle. Just don't believe it. I, I still throw Denver against it. Now, here's what Seattle does need to do. Get home field advantage. Well, I think we're the playoffs to make it two. Oh, yeah. If they get that, dude, no one's going to beat them in Seattle. No way. Yeah. So, so it's, it'll it'll put the whole NFC in a, in a, in a pinch if they yeah. have to go to Seattle. As of right now, um, yeah, Denver and Seattle are playing in the Super Bowl. I, I, I totally agree with that. So let's just dissect the teams. Whose defense is better, Seattle or Denver's? Seattle. At that point Seattle. in time, not next week. You know, Seattle. Get Bob Miller and Camp. So yeah, I'd still say Seattle. Yeah. So whose offense is better, Denver's? Denver's. When defense wins championships, is that what it's supposed to be? Supposed to be, but you know, if you look at over the past what four or five years, it really has been the offensive team that's won it. Hold uh, on, you guys ready for this? Peyton Manning does not win championships. Oh, doesn't win playoff games hardly either. But look at you go. That's true. So I, I would I would stay Seattle because I think I think Seattle's defense is much better than Denver's defense, and the margin is much further much further apart than Denver's offense being better than Seattle's offense. Okay. You, so let's, well, go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, do you think that in that game, Denver versus Seattle, uh, it, it would be a defensive struggle, or do you think we would see just a fuck ton of points? A fuck ton uh, of points? Yeah, I, 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 think, I think so, too. I really think so, too. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're looking about, you know, 31-27 games, somewhere in that area. And I, and I would take it all day long. I mean, that's that's an exciting Super Bowl if you have. Yeah. Yeah. A twenty-one eighteen, twenty-one seventeen type game. Would we all agree that those would be the, like right now? Those are the two best, the best team in the NFC and the best team in the AFC are those two teams. Would we agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So let me spin that question. Is that what like knowing what we've seen through going into the fourth week? Is there anybody else that you would want to see in the Super Bowl right now? Well. Let me, let me, let me. That's a loaded question. Let me change that also, because this was what I was about to ask. Who do you think from each division or each conference has a chance of offseeding those? How's that? 
so out of so for Seattle, uh, like I Seattle, would say New Orleans, uh, in, right. in it. yeah. Well, you know what? I don't think New Orleans could play with them. It, just based on how their offense is set up, I think their Seattle's defense will match up extremely well. So it really comes down to can Chicago do it? And That's I don't tough. know. Yeah, Chicago's a good call. Too. I see. I see too much of Chicago each week. I don't. I'm not sold on their offensive plans yet. They're right. front, you got to talk about their defense scores a lot of points though too. I, I get it, but <laughs> they're proven. Yeah. But when when Jay Cutler starts to turn into the turnover machine that he is, and Alshon Jeffrey can't catch the balls, and and I'm not sold on Martellus uh, Marcellus Bennett as their go-to tight end yet. It's still a little rough, uh, you know, into this season, and and their offensive line has done a good job, but it's a lot of new guys, and I, I sound like a fucking Bears fan because I I hear about it so much. No, no, but you sound like a Bears hater. Actually, you do. Yeah. So you, yeah. I, I was, I was getting the impression that you live in Chicago. Yeah. In our and you're tired, you're tired of hearing it. Well, I am right. But yeah. having said that, I think they've done a really good job for the first three weeks with what they have. Um, Dude, their off, coach is a genius. Yeah. Offense. I was going to say offensively, they've got the right coach to run that type of offense. I just don't know that it's going to be a long-term uh, success story. And can I uh, put a dig in there, Mr. Koss, real quick on the Vikings real, real fast? Oh, please do. Let's dig. I'll help you dig. I know you're not a – I know you're a Viking supporter, and I, would, I won't call you a fan anymore, uh, though you still you still talk about him quite a bit. I think right. it's just AP. Yeah, I love the guy. Who doesn't love the guy? First and foremost, how do you lose at Cleveland after everybody thought that Cleveland was giving up? But at secondly, home. Secondly, how do you lose on the same pass, the Bears through to Bennett, that – uh, they throw to Cameron or whatever wide receiver uh, may have caught that ball. Because it was the same, you know, Bears won final, pretty much final play of a right. game. Uh, right. And the same thing happened in the Cleveland game where Boyer throws the ball on the same exact route. Yeah, that defense is so bad right now. I mean, it, like, you go into that game starting your third string QB and your best offensive player on a team gets traded to the Colts. It should have been a walkover. And... Christian Ponder is a pile of shit who I think had four turnovers in that game. And the only play that should have been called was hand the ball to AP and let's see what happens. And then the defense couldn't stop. I mean, uh, Josh Gordon just blew up. I mean, he had like 160 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. So when are we going to see Matt Castle? We should have seen him last week. And no, Ponder scoring touchdowns on his own. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Ten-yard run. Let's, let's take away from our best running back. You know, it's, yeah, I guess it's a, it's a, Castle can do the same thing and throw a little bit more accurate of a ball. Well, Ponder's well, smart. He's listening to his sports talk wise. Yeah. And she's saying, hey, by the way, I don't have AP on my fantasy team, and I can't lose to these other Yeah, no shit, right? So, hey, you can't hand the ball off to him. No. Do you think Minnesota follows suit with what uh, Tampa Bay is doing with Josh Freeman at all this this next three, four weeks if the, the inconsistent shit continues? Well, Ponder's been on a short leash to start the season. I don't know how he hasn't been pulled already. So they they don't have a lot of faith in him, and it was a waste of a fucking first-round draft pick, actually. It's the dumbest pick that they've made in a long time. And Ponder's not a horrible QB. He's a, he's, he's a good backup quarterback, but he's not a starter in the NFL. Yeah, I so, but neither is Castle, by the way. No, no, but lesser two evils, right? I mean, the other option they have is Josh Webb, who they have a wide receiver now and started for them in the playoffs last year. Didn't Webb uh, run Wildcat somewhere? No, I don't think so. 
Oh he ran a wild, he ran wildcat last year. It seemed like because uh, when he was starting as a quarterback, he was able to run all over that field. Yeah, he, he could. I mean, he's quick. He's he's got game. That's for sure. Um, so let's let's transition over to Tampa. Do you guys think that Tampa Bay made the right move pulling Freeman? No, I think Tampa Bay and the new coach from Rutgers that's down there. Totally, yeah. Shiano, yeah, I think yeah. the guy the guy that wants to when a team is in the victory formation go tackle him still. Uh, yeah, biggest douchebag in the world. They don't want Freeman, and he knows Freeman's not his guy, and it's not the guy he picked to be on his team. Uh, he's sandbagged him the whole way, and I don't doubt that he's sandbagging with plays. Uh, quarterback has to have confidence, uh, and they're not supporting him, uh, which creates a lack of confidence. Freeman looked like a great quarterback uh, for two, two and a half seasons, uh, and now all of a sudden with Shiano, he doesn't feel that confident, uh, and he's starting to play like it too. So, you know, he's good, he's getting replaced. I mean, it's, that's a done deal. He's not going to be on that team next year, guaranteed. Nah. He was, he was a pro bowler two years ago, but he's been kind of a punk bitch about it, too, though. He didn't show for the, what, the team picture. Um, he's missed practices and a few other things, which, you know, he just it sounds like he just doesn't like going to work anymore, i.e. playing for Shiano. Well, but do you understand why? I, think, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or if we just talked about it as bros, uh, but... So the team voted him to be captain. Mm-hmm. He wasn't captain. Right. Shiana pulled it. Right. Right. You know. Oh yeah. I, I don't know if we did either. If it was on the show or if we were just bullshitting about it. But yeah. I, no, I get it. I get so it. So you you start to say, hey, I'm a contract player, uh, in, in a team environment. You know, and his his teammates get it. His teammates aren't mad at him for not showing up for the team picture. Right. Uh, it was almost that Rudy moment. You know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, when the team had their own meeting to find out who voted what. All right. And then Revis is having meetings with the coach. Well, Revis wants out. Yeah. And just got there. Just got there. So it tells you how, like, I don't know, cancerous that fucking team is right now. And, like, it's just spreading like wildfire uh, amongst that team. Uh, and there's no opportunity there. So next so, question. So Shiano's out next. And, it, and it's hurting Hollywood's fantasy team because he's got Doug Martin. Well, that's my next question. Does anybody want to trade for Doug Martin? <laughs> In fantasy right now? Absolutely not. In fantasy right now. And more importantly, is Doug Martin going to start getting benched by teams across the fantasy world? Oh, Very well could be. He's just a second-year player. He had one blowout year. Uh, and because his team is bad, I mean, as a running back, if you have a like, nobody really wants running back for the Jaguars. No. Well, right. Uh, and, uh, people did. I, we we talked about this, uh, you know, during our fantasy discussion. You and I didn't want them, that's for sure. But when it comes down to it, the Jags are always going to be playing from behind. So why are you running the ball? Right. right. Because you only have one weapon on that team, and that's that's MJD. That's it. Other than that. Who else is worth anything on that team? The cheerleaders. Not fucking uh, Justin Blackman, that's for sure. Not Justin Blackman. The cheerleaders, that we said, Gus? Yeah, dude. I mean, he's Florida. I'm sure they're hot. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Florida? That might be their defense. Next year on the field, yeah. Guys, I think mid, mid-season mid we need to do a, uh, a fantasy uh, NFL cheerleader uh, edition. I think dude, I'm so in. All right. I think I think we I think that'd be good. God, we'll give you the uh, God, we'll give you the first pick. So I'll, I'll probably take a team without cheerleaders. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna draft the entire XFL. 
<laughs> he hate me. I want he hate me. Um, yeah, I think Freeman though. I mean, he'll be all right somewhere else. Him and Ponder can go start their own team. Where does Where does Freeman end up going? Where Arizona? You think Carter Palmer's the MVP? Replace the MVP. What are you talking about there? Um, I'd say Arizona or potentially. What about uh, the Minnesota? Would love him, I'm sure. I don't know. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, they got Geno Smith, dude. They're happy. Dude, they're all over Geno right now. They need a backup. Yeah. No, they don't. Dude, you can get a dime player for a backup. Yeah. I mean, I know Geno Smith is not Tom Brady or whatnot. And that's where Boyer is. You have to yeah. understand, Boyer was a Brady understudy. Yeah, he was in uh, New England for a while. For yeah. three or four years, I think. Is Freeman, okay, so how about this? Is Freeman mobile enough to go back up Vic in Philly? Um, sure. Better than who they have there right now. What's the dude's name? The, uh, uh, Foles or Barkley? Foles. Foles, yeah. Foles and Barkley, right? Barkley's Barkley more mobile than Foles, but, uh, no, I, I mean, if, I'm thinking he could go anywhere as a backup. Where would you put him as a starter? I mean, Minnesota. Jacksonville, Minnesota. Yeah, Jacksonville. I forgot about them. Oakland, questionably, depending on how Pryor's here. Paul you know what? You know what I might do? If I'm Houston, I might trade for him. As a starter? Well, to compete for the starting job. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not a, I'm not big on job anyway, so I'm good for it. But. Yeah. Not to, not to annoy him a starter by any stretch, but to at least push Castle a little bit. I just got to check out his passing arm. You know, when you got wide receiver weapons like that, I mean, he's got wide receiver weapons right now. He does, but to, toss, to Chaos's point earlier, if uh, the deck's stacked against him and they're closing the playbook to keep it really constricted, like maybe he's not getting chances to go downfield and, and really maximize the potential offense he's got. Well, possible. The only thing that, that that's – and I think that's the case, but how stupid of a coach are you if you're doing that and it's it's really prohibiting your team to have a chance for it? You're really limiting your team to win. You're not giving them a chance to win. Yeah, and that at all. As a coach, you understand that your livelihood – you know, coaches get clipped all the time, and they're the, they're, they do have the guaranteed contract. Right. Uh, that's the one thing that they do have, so they can certainly take those calculated risks, you know, but the calculated risk this year is that, hey, I don't, as a coach or a front office saying, I don't think we have a chance to win our division against New Orleans or Atlanta, so let's go ahead and tank this year. Right. I think that's a stupid fucking decision because so many times you have, I mean, every year we see two or three teams from the playoffs the previous year not in it. Right. That The NFL is the perfect thought process where you got to at least fucking try because you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Yep. I mean, look at Kansas City this year. Yeah. Nobody was talking Kansas City as uh, as tough as they are uh, preseason. I mean, everybody said they felt good about Reed being there and having uh, uh, Smith be the uh, quarterback. But I don't think anybody thought they'd start off 3-0. I don't think anybody even gave them a chance to win at Philly last week. And we won some money line bets on that. We sure did. Now, but look at look at the guys on this show. So let's give Hollywood props. He said that he thinks the Colts uh, will win that division. And right now... I can't argue with them anymore. Gov, you were all over Cincinnati's nutsack, and look at them. They go into Green Bay and win last week, and I was on Kansas City. So we find these motherfuckers. 
Uh, you know, and I'll tell you, what I like about Kansas City, not to cut you off. That's is, all right. I was just going to say one thing real quick. Snowflake was still on Pittsburgh. Just want to throw that out there. That's true. Um, what's What's really cool to see about Kansas City is Alex Smith is playing exactly the way everyone thought he would. Like everyone being the people who thought he would do a good job in that system. He's protecting the ball. He's not turning it over. And it's and Reed, Andy Reid has that system working. Uh, and chaos, you're right, man. You called that first thing, and you're absolutely hitting it on the phone. Yeah, you guys, all of us, we had, we all had something we called. And, and how about how Andy Reid's got that defense playing? For sure. I, I, I'll tell you, I, that's one thing I did not see coming was, was Kansas City's D. And, uh, you know, props to them because yeah. they look good three weeks in. And, yeah. and they, they shut down what a lot of people was calling to be the most explosive offense in the uh, in the NFL this year in, in Philly. Uh, which if we can transition that way, what do you guys think of Philly three weeks in? God, didn't we love them week one? I mean, they were just, oh, my God. Well, there we go. <laughs> That's what I think about Philly. Yeah. Uh, week one, nobody knew what to expect. Uh, there was game tape. Everybody figured it out. Um, and you've got a college coach that uh, doesn't understand that how competitive the NFL is. Simple, Simply that. Uh you know, Philly's going to have some easy games this year looking at their schedule. But the problem is against all these tough teams, they're going to figure this shit out real quick. Uh, and they're, they're they're doing five-yard containment on the wide receivers. Uh, and then they're bringing people up just to just protect the run. You know, Shady McCoy felt, looked great week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still playing phenomenally through the other two weeks. But in the end, their offense doesn't have the zing that it had before. And there is an issue if you don't have the ball for over half the game in the NFL because your defense gets wore fucking out. Totally wore out. They're not. They're going to be dead by the end of the game, and, and teams are going to come back on them just like they have all damn uh, uh, for the past two weeks, I should say. Yeah, the QBR or the first down uh, total has to be high uh, on the offense in order for them to win. This is. I think this is the. Uh, Patriots offense and Saints offense, which is where you just got to score a lot of points situation if you're going to hold the ball for uh, a third or or 40% of the game as an offense. That's how it's got to work out. That makes sense. So, end of the season question, where does Philly finish up? If the the rest of the NFL is going to have this figured out, right, and, and Gov, to your point, uh, college coach who doesn't understand how competitive the NFL is, what what is Philly's record going to be at the end of the season? Do they make the playoffs? Are they contending? What does that look like? Out of the playoffs. Absolutely out of the playoffs. Every single year, everybody thought they would be the best thing uh, going into the season. Now, this year, it happened to be after week one, they thought they'd have the best team ever. They've been out of the playoffs. Uh, scary part is, is you've also got the Giants in Washington at 0-3. Uh, you know, so I don't think anybody in their division outside of Dallas is going to uh, do anything crazy, uh, you know. But with how when you look at the NFC, so Dallas makes it in from the east, Chicago yeah. makes it in from the north, uh, New Orleans makes it in from the south, Seattle makes it in from the west. Who are the other two teams? And you can argue uh, Atlanta, San Francisco, Green Bay, Detroit uh, are the three competing for those other two spots. Well, that's the way it's looking right now. And how horrible is the, you know, is Philly's division right now, too? I mean, the Giants are 0-3. Dallas looks good. Eagles don't. And Washington's 0-3, too. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shitty division. Zero and three, I think, makes it into the playoffs four percent of the time. Yeah. So, you know, so the zero and three teams are pretty much fucked at this point in time because four percent is not a pretty not not in their favor at any rate of the. <laughs> yeah. So Philly gets uh, second in their division, but they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, Philly may finish nine and seven still, but they also may finish, you know, six six and. <laughs> Six and ten. Well, how many turnovers did Vic have last week? He had a couple of picks and a fumble off. If I, I was going to say three. Yeah. It wasn't sexy at all. It so, doesn't work on 22 minutes, man. They can't hold the ball for 22 minutes and give up the ball that much. Yeah. Um. Hey, we didn't say who do you uh, – go back to what we were talking about earlier. Do we have any idea who uh, we think will upset the uh, Broncos? Like we said, maybe it would be the Saints from the NFC. Who would be the AFC pick? Well, New England probably is your number one pick, right? Just by default. I want to see him when they get healthy. Yeah, I mean with Gronk back and 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 see see how that offense goes. And the and the silly part is that they've got to play Kansas City twice still. Yeah. Uh, so they can they can do a Kansas City can actually potentially knock them off twice. You know, if that, if that were to happen, uh, you know, and then both still have a strong record, they'd have the tiebreaker. Yeah. You know, because Denver's three and zero, but so is KC. Yeah, and they don't play until week eleven. That's crazy. Nope. By that point in time, we'll see how healthy Manning can stay for the full season. Right. Would you want to say Miami will be that team? You know, honestly, I kind of do. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to because I I uh, I get it. Right. We got to wait and see what happens with New England. You can't count out Brady. And Belichick, uh, and, and quite frankly, right now it's just Brady on the field. So, yeah. Uh, once we see Brock back, once we see three or four more weeks with uh, receivers who, who get some reps and, and get some real time action in the game, maybe go out and get somebody. Uh, I know that you know, and we haven't talked about it. Uh, that that article that broke about Brady reaching out to a couple receivers. Can't fucking remember who it was. Uh, last week, and then they asked him about it, and he said, look, the last thing they're going to do is listen to me on, on what wide receivers to bring in. Um, but yeah, like, maybe they bring somebody in that's a vet. Maybe the receivers that he's got, the kids just get more reps and get comfortable with the game pace. Um, you can't count New England out until probably week seven or eight if they don't have you know four or five more wins. Yeah, I'm sure they don't listen to him since they let Welker go, so it's too bad. Yeah. Too bad. Um, cool. So, Wood, where do you want to go next, buddy? Uh, let's see. Is there any other stuff on football talk we should talk about? Uh, should we do any fantasy talk? How's everybody's fantasy teams doing? I suck. <laughs> I'm the champ. Yeah. I'm I'm doing okay. I, I'm not doing great. I'm not doing bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in need of, uh, some help. So, we'll see. Any, any fantasy, uh... Like chaos that we haven't uh, foresaw that, that's rolling out. Anybody that's on the wire, you're watching. Uh, anybody again who wants to trade for Doug Martin, please call me. <laughs> if you're an idiot and hadn't had Josh Gordon on your roster and he's still out there, you're stupid for not picking him up. I'll say that one because he just his first game was last weekend. I'm sure he's on on, on every fucking league's roster by now. But Jesus, yeah, didn't I tweet that out or send that out as well? Did you? I, if you did, I yeah, then yeah. I was just trying to remember, but uh, I think the surprise for everybody is I, if 
somebody's fantasy team is Peyton Manning in his tight end, that is a key for success this year. Right. Uh, and everybody, you know, I, I thought it was way too fucking early of a pick in the, what was it, the fifth round. Somebody picked him up in our league. Cause oh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Thomas, Julius Thomas. Julius Thomas, yeah. So uh, a few years back, I had Brady and Gronk, and I could pretty much just have a have a bye week on all of my other players, and I would have won right. every single game I played. Uh, you know, scored a shit ton of points. I think that's the combo this year for high point scoring and almost setting your every week up except for their bye week, which I, uh, we've got a little time for. Uh, so that's a phenomenal piece. I think uh, Clay from Miami is a tight end. Yeah. Like somebody people would look at. Uh, add, I added him two weeks ago, and now he's finally on the trending for ad. Uh, you know, if you've got people like Lance Moore on your team, absolutely drop him. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Martin <laughs> trades for Doug Martin. Anyone want to trade for Doug Martin? Trade Lance Moore for Doug Martin. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you, wait, does that mean I should drop Doug Martin? I'm pretty sure right oh. now you're ready to trade him for a Trayvon hoodie and Skittles. I'm close. I'm yeah. close. And, and chaos. Just just a shout out to our league. Uh, Scrappy is on pace to be his. Uh, waiver wire record. <laughs> is he really? Uh, I want to say he's got 15 RDN. Oh my god! I think he thinks the waiver wire is his bench. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Gov, I think we're going to have to create that five percent for the pick'em, and we're going to have to give five percent to the waiver wire champion, and that is definitely Scrappy. <laughs> All right, Wood, where do you want to go, Bud? All right, so. We've covered football. We've covered fantasy. Uh, let's talk about. Let me hold on. Let me pull something up real quick. I just want to make sure that we stay on some sort of a pace. Yeah. So let's talk about El Presidente Cup real quick. I know that was on the list of things. To oh yeah, I forgot it. Yeah. Uh, the, the United States wins, and no one from the United States represented the United States team. Yeah. So, so chaos. Walk me through that, bro, because I'm a little well, confused. I mean, it, it, it's the the sailing cup. Well, they do it, you know, every so often, and and America won. It actually is like the biggest. And, and the fact that we're talking about this is is crazy, but whatever. I'm going to tell you about it anyway, and we'll go from there. Um, it, it's the first one to nine, and America was down eight to one. And uh, what happened was uh, they actually came back and won nine to eight. Well, when you look at the team. It's an American owner, but every single person on the team, I think except for one, is from another country. So how it works is if you're a fucking trillionaire owner uh, and uh, you can go out and buy the best players from every other country, but you are an American owner, your team is, is from that country, that makes no fucking sense to me. I like... I have a hard time taking some gratification from them winning uh, this El Presidente Cup and America being the team when there's nobody I can relate to on the fucking team. Well, Chaos, I think when you look at sailing uh, and look at the sport itself, if your boat is the American boat and it's owned by an American, that makes it the, you know, for the America's Cup or President's Cup or whatever they want to call it. Right. It's worth it. I mean, it's just like having a restaurant, you know, and you have you serve American fare and burgers. When you go back to the kitchen, let's just face the facts. It's probably not some white dude uh, that's, you know, flipping the burgers. And it's also 
uh, you know, some some of our friends from the south that are cleaning the plates. Right. Just, so, it's, but is, is it less of an American kitchen or American fair? No, but I guess like when you're when you're competing as like international competition to be labeled yourself as the American team representing America, that doesn't seem like it's that's not something I feel like cheering for. It's not like the Olympics when um you know going after Team USA and it's all our boys you know who are you know all our NBA pros and, and Dirk Nowitzki can't be on that fucking team even though he plays in the NBA. Well, let me flip it on you. So Bill Gates owns that boat. Right. Is it is it an American win? If it's full of Americans. I still say it's an American win. Uh, yeah, it's, dude, it's a rich dude sport, so it's, it's yeah. the owner versus the other owners is what but it comes I, I don't, to. I mean, it's, I, I can't relate to that team. I, I don't identify with it. I'm like, yeah, they grew up in, I don't know, Mudlick, Kentucky, and like, they're representing, you know, what we all stand for. Granted, their beliefs may not be much different, but I can't relate to the fuckers. I can't relate to the billionaire owner either. I'm a fucker. But when it comes down to it, if you look at tradition of sailing, uh, we can go back many, many years. It was the slaves rowing that fucking boat. Dude. Oh, hell yeah. Now, so, this is probably going to be the first and the last whoa. time. Well, <laughs> the first and the last time I'm sure we talk about sailing, but... Unless we're out on a boat, motherfucker. It's probably true. I, don't, I, mean, yeah. I, I am also shocked that that came up. When you guys said President's Cup, I thought we were talking about golf. Yeah, I just, like, the comeback's, yeah, no shit, right? The comeback's great, and the fucking, but all that shit, whatever. Now, Wood, let's, God. Uh, yeah, and, I just, I wanted to throw that out there, because when I read, I read that uh, thread earlier, and I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. We want something, and none of us were on the boat. So, yeah. I, I just want to throw that out there. So, uh God, God love the queen, or whatever they say. Got to, got to talk about it, boys. Since it's the click show tonight, the wood show tonight, the Hollywood West Covina's Boys Town, uh, gay. I don't know what we're going with. Um, <laughs> no baseball playoffs. Boston is in. Detroit is in. The Braves are in. St. Louis and Pittsburgh are in. Really excited to talk about that. Pittsburgh hasn't been in the playoffs since like '92. Uh, and your boys, the Dodgers, they're in, bro. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think so far? And then what do you guys think about Mariano Rivera being considered to play center in his last game as a major league pitcher? Well, playoffs, uh, in general, yeah. You know, if you look at the division, the NL Central, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati made it in. Uh, so, Three of the five teams made it in, which is pretty sick. But they were also playing Milwaukee and the Cubs. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, that's sensitive. A lot. Uh, so my pick for the uh, for the World Series champ this year is Detroit. And we can discuss that as a group. As you guys put yours out there, we can have our, our fair arguments. Uh, I believe I made that same pick last year. Um, and then when it comes down to Mariano Rivera, dude, uh, he can play any position he wants to play on his final game. But I have a problem with that. If wow. you're going down in history as the best closer of all time, your last game, they're going to fucking throw you in center field? Yeah. Give me a fucking break. Like, what, what, what does that do just so he can say he was on the field for his last game? Fuck that. Let the dude close or just... Oh, what, what would have been even better is if they played him in center field and then they brought him in as the reliever or the, the closer. Yeah. That, there you go. That would work out fine, and, and maybe you know maybe like his whole life or whatever he's always wanted to play center field. I, I don't know. And then, but yeah, if you bring him in to do his job, 
if, even if they have a 10-run lead or down by whatever, eight runs, and he, as long as he comes in and pitches the ninth inning like he's supposed to, that's that's about how that should go. And I'm just glad to see that the Yankees are going to be watching the fucking playoffs because I fucking hate the Yankees. From fourth place in the alleys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Only, like, they... You know, and then you got your, you know, I know it's Hollywood's favorite player because he switches all the time. Just kidding, Hollywood. Um, Canelo looking for, what, a $305 million contract? Uh, he's shooting for it. Yeah, and the guy runs half speed to first base. Someone will probably give it to him, and they're they're, they're dumb fuckers for doing it. Isn't he represented by Ooh. Jay-Z? Yes, he is. He is. Yes. Who's going who's gonna to pay it? Who's it going to be? Nobody, because people want to prove a point to Jay-Z. Uh, that he's in the wrong business. But we talked about this, I don't know, a couple months ago, right? When you look at pool holes in the contracts that he got and uh, A-Rod in the contracts that he got, like, and, and Gov, I think it was you that said uh, owners are still going to be willing to shell that out because we're talking about 10 years away. But, like, who, who when's it going to stop? Because... What happens if he gets this monster contract? He's going to go shit the fucking bed. He's going to be... He already half-asses his way and waltzes to first base on his hips. Yeah. He doesn't hustle. He he, he doesn't. I mean, he's he's got skills, but his the next 10 years aren't going to be even what, you know, his career's been up to this point. They're, just, they're paying for it downhill, so... So, do the... Do the Angels pay for it again? Do the Dodgers no, pay for it? No, again? I don't think the Angels or Dodgers pay for it. I Do hope the not anyway. Pay for it? Do the Red Sox pay for it? I forget the fucking Cubbies pay for it. I think the Yankees are in a different space now. I don't think they're I don't think they're shelling out the big contracts as much as they used to. Uh and they've been bitten in the rear too much. Uh they can't. They're paying A Rod. Yeah, yep. I'm willing to bet they learned their lesson on the whole A Rod thing and won't do it. Or at least won't won't I don't think they'll do it. I mean, they'll probably offer like 270, 280 million dollars or something like that, but I I can't see them going to 305. It's oh, going to go. it's going to have to be a major market. One, Detroit's not going to pay it. Their team's fucking loaded. Uh you know, so they're not going to pay it up. So but it does have to be a major market team. Tampa Bay, who never has a a heavy uh salary base isn't going to pay it either. Right. Right. So yeah, of course. I don't. Yeah, Tampa Bay. They they just do everything through the farm system. So, I, I, it could be Boston. I, if I had to pick out all the teams you guys named, I would say Boston would be the one to pay them. Boston ain't paying three hundred five. Uh, uh, let, let me ask you this: uh, as the businessman of the show, what's he worth? Two hundred at max. How many years? Eight. Okay. For two hundred. I think that's out of the realm of a decent contract either. No, it's it you're making a shit ton of money. He's looking for he's looking for thirty million a year and yeah. eight for two hundred. He's he's over twenty million a year. Uh, you know, and it twenty million a year for baseball is not that much money. Uh which is sick to say, by the way. I mean just just give me twenty seven million and I'll make a million a year in interest. You know, that's that's all I look at it as. But these guys, you know, uh Robinson Cano as soon as his uh, career is over. We'll be uh, on MTV Cribs, and then five years later, we'll be in the bankruptcy court. Yep, this is how it works out. They'll be on part two of Baroque. Yep. Uh, hey, by the way, I just do want to bring it up since it is Woods segment. Uh, you live in Chicago, and the Cubbies did have the better 
record out of both Chicago teams. I get you guys. I love you, bro. I'll right. love for all of you. Again. You brought a tear to my eye talking about my Colts earlier, and now you're talking about the Cubbies. This is a good day. It's your day, buddy. It's your day. And I would so, say it's going to be Dodgers and Detroit in the uh, World Series. And soccer. Yeah. I was going to ask. So who who are the who's the World Series team? Yeah, Dodgers and Detroit is who I'll call. I'll say St. Louis, how they just survived that, and Detroit. So who are you cheering for? Detroit. Dodgers. I got to cheer for the Dodgers. Yeah. Dude, Detroit, you've got Verlander as your, as, as your second best fucking pitcher. Right. Yeah. How do you how do you not win? What did the Dodgers win? Like twenty eight of twenty nine games or something like that? I mean they were ridiculous for a minute. I mean, just ridiculous. And I, I think it's even actually even more than that. They had won like fifty five or fifty of fifty five games, I think, at one point through the season. Yeah, and still have the wor- still have a worse record than uh, Detroit, yeah. There's that. They did catch on a little late. Detroit's got the best player in baseball, that's for sure. You know, and they, baseball, that's a word. Uh uh, I, th- I thought oh, I heard bubbling in the background. I th- yeah, that's on its way. I spent too much time at the at the Meadows family gathering, I guess. Um, but I don't think there's any other two teams that'll even come close to those two. Yeah. So, go, go so that will be Boston versus Detroit, don't you think, though? Yeah. Boston is all business. I, I know we've all heard it. You know, uh, a couple years back, it was fried chicken and beer in the in the clubhouse, and people showing up late. Uh, not to the meeting or to the game, but showing up late for pregame. And now these guys are at the park early, working out after games. Um, you know, so they've they've definitely flipped their team to all business baseball, and they all have passion for it. So you know, Boston will be a a great Boston versus Detroit will be a great series. Yeah. All right. Well, like, you haven't like, given us you haven't given us your take yet, bro. Oh, you guys got on a roll. So I like I like Detroit in uh, the Dodgers. I think that's a, a solid pick. Um, however, I'm going to go with Gov on this. St. Louis finds ways to survive in the postseason, and they just end up in the fucking series. Uh, the team that I'm cheering for, Pittsburgh Pirates. I so badly want to see them do something. Uh, I'm a huge fan of McCutcheon. And I think it's awesome that he stuck around with a real shitty team the 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 Dukes, the amount of time he's been there, and look at him now they're fucking making the postseason for the first time in fucking years so uh I think it's gonna be a good playoff, so I will say that it it won't be one of those years where you just see teams fly through and and all of a sudden, oh look, it's the World Series. I think that we'll see some extended series this year. I think they need to bring back the old school pinstripe pinstripes and then uh the the closed off caps, the really flat caps on top with the uh traditional P on them for the playoffs. All right. Anything else, Wood? Uh from a baseball perspective I think we're good. I think that's the that unless there's anything else you want to talk about besides weird news, I think that's the show, bro. I mean I think we always got some weird news. Well, I'm I'm God. And football players pretend they live in a box. I'm just saying it right now. Peyton Manning looks fucking good. Oh, goody! One's using, maybe one was using, and now he's not. Perturbed and frustrated. You can't accept it. Can I argue and complain about whoever the fuck dresses Craig Seeger? Jojo, the idiot circus boy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right. 
Can I just say something really quick? I'm sorry. I know it's your segment. Yeah, bro. What's up? Uh, so I keep my uh, vitamins and applesauce, right? Yeah. I just try to close the applesauce with a coaster. I just... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good applesauce. <laughs> sorry. sorry you, need, you need more vitamins. I do. All right. Sorry, Hollywood. Tonight's news, man tries to close applesauce jar with coaster. <laughs> <laughs> and I read... One of my best friends is an idiot. Tonight's news, once again, boys and girls, comes to us from Florida. I know, I know, I know. I pick on them week in and week out, literally month to month. The ongoing joke is, I wonder if this week's weird news will come from Florida. Well, good news, it did. Uh, this story blows my mind. Uh, I encourage everyone to, to look into it. It's a really big topic of conversation on CNN right now because of what the family did. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, this is going to, I think, create a good 15 minutes worth of conversation for, for the, the, the panel, if you will. And I read, Florida cop kills a man by running him over with his car, will not be charged. News video released by the family of a man killed by police in DeLand, Florida, shows how an officer ran him over with his car as he ran through a vegetable garden. Family is calling for an independent investigation by state and federal agencies after a grand jury decision last week not to file criminal charges against Officer James Harris. Marlon Brown, who was 38 when he died in May, was being pulled over for an alleged seatbelt violation when he got out of the car and started running. Officers were following him in a police car when Harris sped to the scene from behind. The release video shows Harris's car speeding toward Brown, passing the other police car by, when Brown tripped and fell, and the police car kept going. An internal police investigation found that Harris violated the department's chase policy, and he was fired. But the grand jury found there was not enough evidence to criminally prosecute Harris for vehicular homicide. Brown's family points out that the jury had not seen the video of the incident, and questions the testimony of the medical examiner who was fired after his testimony in Trayvon Martin's case. Uh, the car did not strike Brown, at, and, and excuse me, the, the individual said the car didn't strike Brown and that Brown had no broken bones, but that he was pinned underneath the car and suffocated. Quote, this was an execution in a vegetable garden. The Brown family attorney, Benjamin Crump, said upon release of the video, the officer came at Marlin with such velocity that he could not have stopped. Crump was also the attorney for Trayvon Martin's family. Prosecutors chose to bring the case before a grand jury, when, which decides in secret whether an individual should be charged. But that was not their only option. Prosecutors could have also made their own unilateral decision or used a coroner's inquest, a public hearing at which evidence is presented without the shroud of a grand jury proceeding. A grand jury, like other juries, is compromised with community members who could have been biased if they had known that Brown had criminal history. Brown is being described in some news coverages. Uh, just lost it. Just lost it. Hey. As a known felon. I lost it. You're all good. You can stop there, dude. Uh, when it comes down to that, I think we got the gist. Wood, are you there? Did we lose Wood? I think we, we lost we Wood. We lost Wood. <laughs> wood down. So, Chaos, 
I, I found the article he's reading and I watched the video, uh, okay. which the first thing that pops up is, is this may be disturbing to some. I'm watching the chase. So, uh, and I'm not saying that it's okay to run over a dude, but one, you can tell the guy, the, the guy gets out of his car and runs. And it sounds like, oh, it drove through this big garden area to run him over. No, they cut through the yard when they saw him running. And you can see that they were both, both cops were busting through pretty quick. Uh-huh. And the guy slipped turning a corner. The cop just hit him. You see his face uh-huh. hit the grill. Uh, so there wouldn't, there definitely wasn't enough time to stop. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, and if you're stopping in, you know, on top of vegetation, you know your car is going to slide when you're going yeah. 50 miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I, I'm not saying it's okay for this cop not to be uh, charged. At the same time, you know, what was his control? And the fact was he was chasing a uh, known felon. So, I, And that's like every time something goes wrong in a chase, everyone's going to blame the cop because the cop had total control of what was going on. The cop couldn't, like, like you're saying, the cop can't control it. Um, this this dude uh, is running from him, cuts through a, a yard, slips, turns, and the cops, you know, it's like, might as well char- uh, find him $50,000 for a hit, like, a, you know, on a DB. Right. Well, here's what happened. You know, uh, in the end, the cop was fired uh, because he did break police force policy, which is around chases. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they shouldn't have been, ch- they, they, they say slow down, let the criminal go, which is, to me, I, I've seen some shit that happen out in California, which is California's policy now, too, is don't get high-speed pursuits. Uh, you're allowed to pursue, but not high-speed. Uh, right, yeah, we're with you, brother. Right, but here's, sorry, what's, here, here's what's really funny about this whole thing is the family uh, traded off this guy's life worth uh, life for $550,000 in order not to uh, pursue lit- litigation. So the family says, "Hey, this guy's life is only worth five hundred fifty thousand dollars." Yeah, and they want to—they want a, another form of uh, of justice. It sounds like too. So I don't know, man. It's kind of either way. I mean, like when when I first read it, I was with Hollywood, and like, what the fuck? You know, he's talking about it now. I'm like, this. And after you seeing the video, I didn't watch the video. It sounds like this guy. I don't know. He fucked up more than uh, they fucked him. Yeah, I mean. Uh, like I said, I mean, if they wouldn't have pursued, the guy probably would still be alive. But at the same time, you know, this guy was also running from the police uh, in a vehicle, then jumps out of the vehicle and gets on foot and then slips and gets plowed by a fucking police car. So what's fucked up about the video, too, though, and Chaos, I, I heard you say you didn't watch it, and I encourage you to, not because I'm sick and twisted, but just because it's kind of one of those, like, wow, really? Um, the dude looks up at the car right before it hits him. Yeah, we 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 covered that. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, face plant to the grill. For the record, Skype can fucking suck a dick. Yeah, I, I get you. But so you watched the video, and that was what question I was going to have for you. Like, do you think the cop could have stopped? So I had well, you know, and and I I had to reboot obviously, so I'm not 100 percent sure on what you guys already discussed. But my biggest issue with with the reality of a dude speeding up in a car to chase a man running on foot is that if he if he was being pursued for a, 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 a seatbelt violation and, and when when you watch the video this this is like in a secluded area I, like I said when the, the article I was reading it was described as a vegetable garden like I don't know that there was a necessity to pursue him in a vehicle 
when you could have stopped, got out. One police officer was already in pursuit on foot getting out of the car when this dude drove by and plowed into this guy. Like, I just think that it was unnecessary, uh, you know, unnecessary, I don't know what the word I'm looking for here, but it, the way they pursued him, it was it was over the top. Like, the dude's getting, running through a garden on foot, you know? I, yeah, I but it wasn't that far off the street. So when I, when uh, I look at it, I, I take that into account, and I also take into account seatbelt violation when you, because every car has plates, and I think in Florida you have front and back. You know, yeah, they're pulling over seatbelt violation. It's because they scanned his plates. They know who he was, and they know he's a convicted or a previously convicted felon. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that they weren't justified in chasing him down. I'm saying that he was being pursued for a, a seatbelt violation, which has started all of this. Uh, and and to know that he abandons his vehicle, I think at that point you transition to all right. He doesn't have a vehicle. We've got him at a point where he's trying to run. We're right on top of his ass, but I don't know that you should have followed him in a vehicle through a fucking garden. Yeah, they both followed into the yard, though. So it's just the other cop. Officer stops early, but in in the yard. I get it, but there's you know what I mean. It's that perception of all right. This guy thinks okay, I can stop and get him on foot. And this other dude just plows through and inevitably kills the guy. Right. Do you, do you think he intended to kill him? Not at all. Right. So it's just one of those things where here's the guy who runs from the police, which at that point in time is a crime. Uh, you know, so some he was in he was in the uh, in the act of a crime at that point in time. So I was like, dude, yeah, he died. It sucks. Uh, and yeah, the cops shouldn't have, uh, you know, shouldn't have been going the rate of speed through a garden. Uh, so he potentially could have stopped, but the fuck, uh, the the dude fell, and that's how he got plowed over by the car. It was an accident. So, so I want to transition out of the act of and into the representation of the family. <laughs> so, in is is chaos is with us still? I think he's uh, smoking a bong. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, some uh, vitamins. Vitamin vitamin D. What is Florida coming to? No, no, no. What's Florida already been? Yeah, come on. But, but look, look, look <laughs> like, at this article. Like the same family, or excuse me, the, the the family that was represented by this guy in the Trayvon Martin shit, right? Is now being is he's now representing this family, and you know, is is Gov already pulled out? Like, what's Gov the value of a life? Five hundred thousand dollars or whatever it was. And now all of a sudden they don't feel that that was restitution enough, and so now it's public, and now it's all this other shit. Like, what's going on? I mean, that's you know, honestly, it's it's totally Florida. I mean, like, there are a bunch of dumbasses out there. Because, like, first of all, you said Gov pulled out, and I can't stop laughing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I never pull out. Yeah, I know. After we're talking about how big it's got got to be in the show, now it's Gov pulled out. The ATM, um, and uh, and that's ass to mouth, not the register. Anyway, <laughs> when I was in uh, when I lived in Florida, nine eleven, I got in that car accident. The cop came out, took a police report. Um, I got the police report, and every single name on the police report was wrong, including my own. I had to sue, try to sue the guy for damages and all that stuff, but because the police report was very wrong. All I could do is pretty much take it in the ass from Florida. 
Florida's also the state where I walk in and I'm walking through Walmart or where it was and all the overhead pages are in Espanol, son. I mean, when people try to swim there from another country while they're on the rag and sharks bite them, you know there's problems with that state. I hate that fucking state. I just had to bring that up, bro, knowing that you spend a good amount of time down in that state. Seriously, like, from day one, I will tell you always, Florida is the most corrupt state I have ever lived in in my whole life. And the most uninhibited. You go to Chicago, you'll see corruption. Here's why Florida is stupid, dude. We're talking about a state that was found by a guy in, what, 1513, searching for the fountain of youth. Yep. You know, that's where stupidity stemmed from, you know, when the state was first found. Uh, And it's just continued to grow from there. And it's now you've got all the blue hairs that travel down there or retire down there. Uh, So then you have a bunch of senile old fucking people. And then you've got all the people who want to swim from Cuba and all the uh, other islands to get away from oppression uh, that live there. Uh, it, it's just a like a cesspool of stupidity. Uh, it is shit. The state's the state's bird uh, is a mockingbird. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on. fucking bird in the world. God, yeah, should have been a quack. Um, yeah, I hate him. But good news, Wood. Thanks, bro. Good news. I hate that fucking state. Um, final thoughts. Yeah, well, I I got one more thing before we transition into final thoughts. One more topic to discuss. Um, Technically, it's September, but next month is October, and October is nationally recognized as Boob Awareness Month. And I wanted to take an opportunity, because I know we recognize it every month, but I wanted to take an opportunity to remind our listeners that it will, in fact, next month be Boob Awareness Month. So everyone, please stare, because sports are way cares. And if you have an opportunity, just go ahead and squeeze a pair. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, if, if if we recognize it every single month, and it's we stare because we care every month, in October, make sure you uh, squeeze them, tease them, fuck them, suck them. Uh, and, and all throughout October to really enjoy the National uh, Boob Awareness Month. Mm. And buy a shirt that says something like, says, with your boobs, please stop staring at my eyes. That's always a good one to have. <laughs> you know, the, the boobs are like the sun. Mm. You can look at them for a second, but your eyes will hurt. But if you put on sunglasses, you can stare at them all day long. Mm. <laughs> yep. Motorboats, bitches. All right, final thoughts, Wood. Uh, go jump out of an airplane. Uh, go skydiving; it'll change your life. It's 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 an amazing experience, and I recommend it to everyone. And uh, you know, if you get a chance, t- tell the people close to you that you love them. Uh, you know, you don't you don't always get that last opportunity to say I love you. So every chance you get to say I love you, take that chance and say it. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts. Congratulations to all of our friends who are getting married, and obviously this weekend we'll get to watch Hollywood do it himself. Uh, and then my other uh, secondary thought is thank you to all of our listeners. We're 205 away from hitting our 20,000 mark. Uh, we've had over 4,000, uh, you know, peeping toms at our at our profile, and <laughs> we really enjoy having an opportunity to have a voice uh, through Blog Talk Radio. Uh, and all of our fans listening to us and, you know, sending us emails, tweets, and uh, calling into the show. So I thank you. That's a 
Perfect. And just to back what you said earlier, uh, Mike Click at SOW Hollywood tweeted, I practice being whipped at effing chaos, which was awesomely replied to by at what would TB do, or TB12 uh, do, that's our girl Robin. Uh, she is hashtag FSW, replies, uh, 50 Shades of Chaos. I thought that was a great reply, by the <laughs> way. That was a great reply, too. I read it, I was like, uh, that chick is badass. I love that chick. She is my uh, imaginary wife uh, thing. Uh, maybe I'm with my imaginary whipped by her. Um, final thought for me is um, go jump about an airplane, and um, thank you for everybody who listens. I think that, there's nothing else I can really say, you know, except for look forward to hanging with the boys this weekend. I don't know that we're doing the Sunday show. I guess we'll figure that out later. But in the meantime, we're going to see some good shit this weekend. Have a good time and watch uh, watch uh, Boys Town uh, play in the dollhouse. So that'll be a good thing. Other than that, motherfuckers, we're out. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. This is going to be one fucked up podcast. <laughs> And we've got players now coming up limp. AP in football. This is a guy who's broken down. You don't know the power of the dark side. I believe in karma, man. Seriously? You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? Oh, Rondo just got ejected. Seriously? I'm talking about the, the, the pre-intercourse. There's still maybe some titties. What we've got here is... Failure to communicate. That was a freak day. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.